Hey, everybody. Welcome back to On Deck, the PC gaming podcast. Happy to have you here. Uh, you guys are awesome. I already have a hundred people waiting before I actually start the show. If you didn't know, I record this show over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash nerdnest. I, I hope to see you there. We are almost to 30,000 subscribers. Uh, and I think that we can maybe do that by the end of the month if you guys keep it up. So thank you very much. And if it's your first time here, please subscribe. All right. If you didn't know, this is a PC gaming podcast. So we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of PC games, mostly focused on the Steam Deck. And I want to start things off today by talking about a game that I checked out at Steam Next Fest. If you don't know what Steam Next Fest is, they happen like multiple times per year. And think of like um, a lot of my audience uh, followed me from like um, Nintendo stuff because I used to do a Nintendo podcast. And think of it like a Nintendo Direct that is heavily focused on indies. So like uh, we used to have like the Nindies, which where they would show off a bunch of indie games that were coming to to the Nintendo Switch. And Steam Next Fest is kind of like that, except. Instead of just having like a 25 or 30 minute um, video that is uploaded so we can all watch it at the same time, it's like this week long celebration of indie games where indie devs can stream their games on on Steam, which is a weird thing. Like, do people watch that stuff on Steam? I I never quite understood that. Um, they can have a bunch of demos so you can try them out or uh, they can have sales and stuff like that. So for me, I think as somebody who really, really likes indie games, I think Steam Next Fest is always really, really exciting. Now this week, well, it's Monday today. So last week was just crazy for me. I had zero extra time. And so I really only got to check out like two games and only one of them that I actually get any real time to put like time into. And that was Gunbrella. And I talked about this a little bit last week, and I said that I would talk about it more this week so that people, like once I had had a little bit more time with it. Uh, So what is Gunbrella? Gunbrella is this really cool side-scrolling pixel art shooter, uh, or or a platform shooter, where you are this guy with a gun that is an umbrella. And uh, basically the way that they describe the game is... It's a noir punk action adventure set in a world dependent on rapidly diminishing natural resource. Uh, Players take the the role of a gruff woodsman on a quest for revenge armed with the mysterious Gumbrella, a firearm that doubles as an umbrella. His investigation uh, becomes entangled with the inner workings of ghouls and gangsters, cops and cultists, and a fallout of corporate exploitation. And I gotta say... Like I've, I haven't had a ton of time to play this game, but what I've played so far has been incredibly impressive. The uh, I love the art. That's where I want to start is just with the art. What does this game look like? Well, it's pixel art. And if you watched my stuff for any length of time, then you know I'm a huge fan of pixel art. Uh, so it's pixel art, and it's really, really well done pixel art. Uh, it's really beautiful. And uh, I love the way that it looks. The color palette is a little muted for my taste. I do prefer brighter colors when it comes to pixel art. Uh, And this does have kind of a muted color palette. But overall, I think it looks awesome. And the animations are top notch. So like when you are falling, the character's hat kind of moves up just a little bit, uh, giving you almost like a, a weight to the motion which gives me a chance to transition to talk about the motion of the game. The traversal in this game is really fantastic. The way that you move from one place to another is wonderful. Uh, you can't, you just, you know, you, you have regular run and you have your jump, but then you also would have like the our right bumper uh, allows you to pull out the umbrella. And, When I first saw it, I thought that, oh, well, that just allows you to slow fall. But no, you get to control which direction you move with that umbrella. It's almost like (laughs) it's like there's like a fan behind the umbrella. And when you pop it open, the wind always pushes the umbrella, whichever direction you are pointing it. 
uh, even down. So you can point down, open the umbrella and fall faster. You can point up or up into the left or just to the to the left or whatever and move quickly that way. Uh, so that's really cool. But then you also have, at least in the in the demo, there might be other ways that you can use tr- uh, the uh, the umbrella for traversal. But then you also have the ability to um, like use it on like a zip line. So like there's like a telephone wire or something. You can jump, hook the umbrella onto there, and it will speed you along that zip line. And you build like a lot of momentum as you move along and then when you get off on the end you're moving really fast and then you can use the the gumbrella again in order to get another boost of speed at the end so there's a lot of moments where you are outmaneuvering your opponents as you kind of hop over them and around them like they turn to shoot you and you jump over them use the gumbrella to get behind them and then shoot again i, I think that that is really cool and then you can also use the gumbrella to block bullets that are coming at you. And there's even this one moment in the demo where like a dog is coming at you. And if you open the umbrella at right, just the right time, it acts like a parry and the dog like bounces off you. And there's like a wall of spikes behind you behind him. And it kills him on that. Uh, this game is awesome. I'm very excited for it to come out. It comes out in 2023. So we don't know exactly when it's coming, but you can try out the demo right now on your Steam Deck or on your PC, and it just, it works fantastic. So definitely a game that I'm going to recommend for people if they have yet to check out Gumbrella. Uh, check it out before the, um, I don't know if the demo is linked to Steam Next Fest and it goes away when Next Fest is over, which is today at 10 a.m. Pacific. So uh, 10, 11, 12, 1. oh, okay, Steam Next Fest is, I guess it is over because today's October 10th. And it, we're past 10 a.m. Pacific, so I'm not sure why the link is still, like, on the website. That's weird. But anyway, check out the demo. It's not going to cost you anything, and it's really fun. And it also, it'll, it'll run all day on the Steam Deck. You don't have to worry about battery issues there. All right, let's move on and talk about deals on deck. Each episode, I try and find a really good deal for uh, you guys to check out, and this one is from Humble Bundle. If you don't know, I'm a Humble Bundle partner. If you click my link in the description down below or in the show notes, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I do get a commission if you check if you end up buying this, uh, but I wouldn't recommend it if it wasn't awesome. And this is awesome. I am a huge fan of old school CRPGs like Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights, and that kind of thing. And um, Humble Bundle has this really good uh, bundle. They call it the RPG Legends Baldur's Gate and Beyond Bundle. Um, it's, you you know, enter, entire nine bundles for 20 bucks. And it gets you Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, which if you haven't played that game, it's awesome. And it plays really well on deck, especially now that they have controller support. Like, they have built-in controller support now. Uh, it's really good. So... That is like you go into a town and then I don't want to spoil too much, but like demons attack the town and you end up going underneath the town and you're trying to get back to the town. And that's all I will say. Um, Really cool game. I played it sometime last year. Maybe it was earlier this year. I can't remember if it was last year or this year when I played it, Uh, but it was only mouse and uh, keyboard. Well, that game has been updated for... Um, what's the word I'm looking for for controller and it plays really well on the steam deck uh, looks fantastic uh, I do turn it down to like low settings but on such a small screen uh, it doesn't really matter uh, boy the, the trailer is not loading for the video people I apologize uh, but you know what there's other games in this bun- in this bundle as well uh, there's myth force 24% off coupon I don't know anything about myth force but there's neverwinter nights enhanced edition Neverwinter Nights is a really, really cool game. It's old school CRPG. I love that game. Uh, I own almost all of these games, so I can't buy, really buy, justify buying this bundle. But if you are missing any of these, these are like 100-hour RPGs. There's Baldur's Gate 2, Baldur's Gate, both enhanced editions. 
I have like the originals. I don't think I have enhanced editions. Uh, then there's Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragonspear, which I don't even know what that one is. And then there's Baldur's Gate Faces of Good and Evil, Planescape Torment, which I remember borrowing my friend's CD back in the day to play that game. And then I think my favorite of of this genre, Icewind Dale. Uh, again, this is enhanced edition, so I don't know what's enhanced about it, but all these games for 20 bucks, that is an absolute steal. There is a link down below if you want to check that out. These these games are awesome. All right, let's move on. And uh, we've talked about the, what I've been playing this week. We've talked about deals on deck. Let's move on to the patch notes. Uh, where did that go? Here's the, where's the patch notes? I lost, I lost my, my patch notes. Well, okay. Uh, maybe we'll get back to the patch notes. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oh, here, here's the patch, patch notes. I apologize. Uh, Steam Deck software updates and show. Here we go. All right. So this got posted uh, five days ago, uh, and here's what they had to say. The team has continued updating and improving Steam Deck software over the last few months. Here are a few things of what we've shipped. User interface and experience improvements. They've experienced quick links in the achievements and guides for the overlay. I don't really care much about that, but it's it's great that that's an option. It, listen, I have a question for all of you while I'm thinking about this. Whenever I've opened up the guides overlay, none of the guides are in English. Is there a way? And I haven't like put in the effort to look and find out if there's a good way to just say, only show me the English ones. But, like, it would be nice if when I opened up the guides, they were all in a language that I could read. And, like, give me a way to choose that somewhere as, like, a default. Because that would be cool. Anyway, sorry, that was a quick aside there. Um, All right, so where did it go? Oh, the media page where screenshots are stored and is redesigned and improved to be much more performant. Night mode can now be automatically scheduled to turn off and on at different times of the day. And offline mode has undergone a series of improvements to make it more stable and intuitive to use. Now, this improvement that we, we've had, um, well, I forgot to put that on the screen. Um, this improvement overall, I feel like um, the, the, the offline mode, was huge. Now we've had this, if you've been on the beta or the preview channels, you've had this for quite a long time. And they, they just pushed a whole bunch of stuff to the stable channel. Um, but I think that that offline mode, I have not run into issues since, um, that update where I go to play a game and I don't have an internet connection and it just works. Like it just works. I haven't run into any issues where I've run into problems other than when it's a game that requires online always DR, or always online DRM. That's not Steam's fault. That's a PC gaming problem. That's not something that Valve can really do anything about other than maybe just uh, trying to give the, uh, the devs a carrot in order to, um, you know, get rid of that DRM there. Just use Steam's DRM instead. Anyway, because I can't stand third-party DRM. Uh, let's look at other new Steam input features. I think I probably talked about this on last week's episode because we knew that this was coming. But on last week's up or the new Steam input features, in addition to new slew of bug fixes and UI improvements, mode shifts are now supported. Real quick, I want to explain what a mode shift is. Uh, because there's a lot of people who are like, why would you use a mode shift instead of an action layer? I have a tutorial on my channel on YouTube all about mode shifting. So make sure that you check it out. And I got a video coming Wednesday about a U, um, uh, controller layout that features mode shifts for Guild Wars 2. So make sure that you subscribe and click the bell for that. All right. So I want to say real quick that here, here's what a mode shift is. And Peter Scanlon just gifted memberships to, um, to our um, 
what am I saying? Gifted memberships to the, the channel. So big thank you for that. Uh, anyway, so a mode shift, when you hit a button, it turns the rest of the controller in, into different things. So let's say that you want to um, have your trackpad also act as a D-pad. You can hit a button, your trackpad then turns into a D-pad, and you, like depending on which region you hit, it's going to switch over to a D-pad instead of just being a trackpad. And this is really useful. And somebody might say, well, why wouldn't you just do action layers? Action layers are, okay, action layers are more powerful than mode shifts. But mode shifts are infinitely easier to configure. So that's why you would use one over the other. All right. They also talked about virtual menus, how they improved the virtual menus. I talked about this on past episodes. This is a huge Awesome, awesome change. That's that being said, I don't want to go over those um, menus again. Go back to my old episodes where I talked about those menus and how the menus are way, way better than they ever were before, even before than they were on the Steam controller. Uh, in order to find out more about those, uh, but those action layers are now available for, or not action layers. Those menus items are now available for everybody. Uh, they also. Uh, added more keyboards and improved the experience to keyboards. I don't want to talk about that too much. And then the docked mode overhaul. And this is going to lead us to what probably are are a big topic for today. (sighs) A few uh, last episode, I think it was last episode. I said, I made a prediction. I said, okay, they have the updates for the dock in the, preview mode of the software and i said as soon as that goes to the stable channel and i don't know how long it's going to take but as soon as that goes to the stable channel bam we're going to be good and sure enough we are it went to the stable channel and then as soon as it went to the stable channel the dot came out exactly as i would as i predicted i was 100 percent right on this okay the stable channel like the reason in my opinion that they held back the the dock launch was, well, I don't want to say it wasn't because of um, supply chain issues. I felt I feel like the reason that they were holding it back might have been because of supply chain issues, but also because the docked experience was so bad. Well, now that the docked experience has been updated on the stable channel, like the, the very same day, they said, and... Here's our dock. You can buy it. So let's talk about that. And by the way, if you want to buy the official dock, there is a link in the description down below. Uh, let's talk about that dock because when they announced that that dock was uh, available, a lot of people were like, yes. And then they went and they saw the price and they said no. And they were very unhappy about it. I want to talk about that real quick because I feel like there's a lot of people that are, I don't want to say overreacting. But I feel like they are misplacing their vitriol towards Valve in this case. So how much is the dock? It's 90 bucks, okay? And you can convert it to whatever currency you have. If you want to get the dock, it's steamdeck.com slash dock. But a lot of people saw that price and they said, that's too expensive. What they might not realize is that Valve is including a charging brick with the dock. So it essentially gives you an extra charging brick. Why would you want this? Well, you might want this so that your dock is always plugged in and then you can take your Steam Deck on the go and bring your original charging brick with you so that you can charge it when you're out and about. Now, if you are somebody who only has one TV and you hook your dock up to that and that's where your Steam Deck charges or when you you decide to dock it, um Maybe you don't want this. Maybe you are somebody who doesn't really take the the Steam Deck out of the house, and so you don't have a reason to need an extra charger. In which case, it can be a bit irritating that Valve is only selling the Steam Deck uh, dock, the official Steam Deck dock, with a charger, meaning that you are then paying for something that you don't really want. And the reason why this doesn't bother me is because Valve is being very, very open about saying, hey, if you don't want our dock, that's totally fine. There are tons of other docks out there. 
uh, that existed before the Steam Deck or that were made specifically for the Steam Deck, those are all out there. And you can just get one of those instead. And so you have options. I made a video about uh, the, the dock that I'm currently using. Um, it's the iVolar Steam Deck dock. Uh, also, there is a link in the description down below. That's the one that I'm currently using. And in that video, like there were tons of comments where people where, where people were, were like, okay, I want the, the official Steam Deck dock, but I don't want the charger. And I totally understand why you might want that. But I was, I was on another podcast, Decked Up, I think is the name of it. I forget the name of the podcast, but I was on another podcast and we were talking about this because we recorded that podcast on the day that this happened. And <laughs> um, it, like the thing that occurred to me while we were talking is that it might be really difficult for Valve to make this an optional buy. And here's why. Because you might think, well, that's stupid. Why would that be uh, difficult? Well, you, you have an assembly line which puts all of these things together. You know, it puts your Steam Deck dock into the box. It t- puts the little, you know, the, the people put the little charger in the box. You put all that stuff in the box. You close up the box. That's the supply chain. like Or not the supply chain, the assembly line. If you then make a separate package that doesn't include the charger, that requires another assembly line and that might not be worth the expense to valve especially when they give you the option to use third-party stuff like that's the thing that i feel like everybody who got upset about the price were forgetting is that you have the option to just get a third-party stuff like like the ivolar dock that i have so i don't understand why people are mad about this I understand that people might think that's too expensive and that's fine because maybe you can get a third party dock like the iVolar dock and maybe a third party charger in order to charge your Steam Deck and you get those two things and maybe it'll come to less than $90. That's totally fine. I feel like being mad that it's $90, that would own like, okay, here's the thing. I got it. I don't, I never thought of it. If Nintendo did this, then you would have reason to be angry because and Nintendo's dock, isn't that thing like a hundred bucks? But then you would have a reason to be angry because then you can't use the other stuff. Like Nintendo with their, with the Nintendo switch, third party stuff was bricking the Nintendo switch because Nintendo didn't follow USB-C guidelines or whatever. Um, and, and it ended up that third party stuff was bricking the Nintendo switch so you were forced to buy the Nintendo dock. You couldn't buy some third-party dock because you have options here. And a lot of people got mad at me for talking about for they they said that I was making like a big deal about the price of the Steam Deck. I wasn't. I was just saying you have options. All right, there's options out there. So let's just remember where our anger should be uh pushed. And if you are looking for a dock then uh, I'm sure that you can see my review of the JSOX dock, my review of the iVolar dock, and I'm going to have a review of the official Steam Deck dock as soon as it gets here. Now, at the beginning of the show, I asked, uh, I put a poll in chat asking, what do you guys think? Which one, which dock are you going to get? And at the end of the show, we will talk about that. All right, let's move on to another absolutely massive, massive bit of news. All right. And that is, I think it was three episodes ago, I said, is the era of pre-ordering and reserving your Steam Deck over, right? Like, I asked that question. I asked that question because Valve just kept burning through their stuff. And they said, we're going to get them all done by the end of the year. And when they said, we're going to get all of our shipments done by the end of the year, I was like, oh, like December? Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop this this uh, thread real quick. I'm going to come back to this. I almost forgot a huge difference between the, the official Steam Deck dock and all of the other docks that I've used. Not, not all of the docks, but all the ones that I've used. Is that the official Steam Deck dock has DisplayPort. Now, for me, I'm not using the, the Steam Deck in desktop mode very often. And, and big thank you to uh, somebody in chat that... 
names are flying by real fast right now, so I, m- I might have missed it uh, with 300 people here. Um, but somebody just mentioned it in chat, and it reminded me. There's DisplayPort on the official dock. So why would you want DisplayPort? Well, if you're hooking it up to, like, a monitor, then that's a that's a plus. You could then also hook the HDMI up to another monitor. So now you have two monitors. And I could be wrong about this. Like, I could be super wrong about this because I don't know anything about DisplayPort. I don't really use it outside of just I hooked up my monitors and left them there for my computer. I think that you can do two monitors on one display port. I could be wrong about that. But regardless, you have multi-monitor support with the Steam Deck, with the official Steam Deck dock. And we got this tweet from On Deck talking about this. They said, getting some more questions about dock specs. It's got multi-stream transport enabling multi-monitor support. DisplayPort 1.4 plus HDMI supports up to 1440p 120 hertz or 4K 60 hertz. Now, <laughs> keep in mind you're gonna you're not gonna be using that for gaming. Okay, that is if you are using it as a desktop replacement to do desktopy things, not for games. This the Steam Deck, as awesome as it is, is not powerful enough to do. 4K 60 gaming or 1440p 120 hertz, unless you are playing incredibly old games like, say, Half-Life 2. You know what I mean? So, like, this right here, this DisplayPort stuff, I I think that that's awesome that they included it, but I don't think that it's as useful to most people, to a majority of people who are picking up the Steam Deck dock, as, as, uh, as they say. Then there's also FreeSync support, which, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to be watching chat right here. Yeah, Tetris in 4K. Thank you, Andre Vandal. Um, uh, Minesweeper, that's right. Uh, so <laughs> FreeSync, I believe that that allows your display to change um, uh, frame rates based on what, what's going on with the game at that point. Is, is that correct, chat? Is that that's what FreeSync does? Um, hopefully somebody has an answer for me, uh, really quickly. Uh, anyway, uh, overall, I feel like all of that stuff is great, but most people probably aren't going to be taking, uh, advantage of that. Now, Ryan Hanthorne in chat says, perhaps the dock is meant to be forward compatible with future, more powerful hardware. Ah, that is very important. That's very interesting. Um, and MDA 187 says it changes the frequency, right? Uh, high tech, low life says free sync is more or less a form of variable refresh rate. Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly what I thought it was. So basically it changes your refresh rate of your screen because it can get in that information from the game that you're playing. So I think that that's awesome. It, it eliminates screen tearing, which is very important as well. All right. Um, there's also firmware updates via the Steam Deck for the dock. This is another thing that they had tweeted out. And uh, I got to say, like, perhaps I'm not forward thinking enough for this. What firmware updates would really be needed? That's a question, like, I can't really wrap my head around. But, you know, the people at Valve, you know, they think of a lot of things that I wouldn't think of. And there are things that I think are awesome after valve comes up with them. So maybe firmware updates are super important. And the first time that you put your steam deck onto the dock, in fact, you do a firmware update and it updates the steam deck dock. Essentially. I think that that's cool. I don't know if that's a selling point, but maybe it will become a selling point later. We don't know. And then finally, uh, they also said, uh, oh, no, that was that was pretty much everything. So that's my thoughts on the dock. Once I get my hands on the official Steam Deck dock, I'm, I'll put out a video on it and we'll talk about it more in the future. Now, I got to go back to what I was talking about before, which is sales uh, of reservations. Valve had announced we're going to get through all of our reservations by the end of the year. And I figured, OK, December, like, is that when it's going to happen? Um, no, now they're done. If you want to buy a steam deck now, you can buy it right now. You just go to the store, you buy it and it will show up in a couple of weeks. Um, 
I, I assume that they will show up just as fast as the docks are. I ordered my dock on the first day that you could, and I think it's supposed to be here on Wednesday, maybe, maybe Thursday. I'm not sure. Um, but honestly, the fact that that you can now get these without having to reserve it, at least in, in the United States, I think that's huge. And I'm wondering, and here's the, here's the real question here, and then I'll get to exactly what Valve said. I'm wondering how long before we see them in stores. When Valve announced that they were going to the Asian markets, they said one of the things that we're going to be doing is eventually bringing it to stores. They said that, but they were talking about the other markets. Now, here in the States, they still don't have them in stores. And I do think that this is something that needs to get into stores in order to hit the mainstream. Right now, the folks that are super excited about the Steam Deck are a very, very small group of people, a very small portion of the overall gaming world. And if you want to get this in front of a lot more people, then you need to get it in stores so that people can walk into a store, and I've talked about this on the show before, see it sitting there on a shelf, and maybe even try out Aperture Desk Job. And I think that... The sooner that they can get these things into stores, the better. Now, I feel like Valve is a little remiss to put these things into stores because if they suddenly put them in stores, then what's going to happen is they're going to start selling really, really fast because they're awesome, right? And if they start selling really fast, you might like, what's the problem, Bill? They might not be able to keep up with demand. And now suddenly... They can't supply their own customers that are buying them uh, directly from Valve, and they can't get them on shelves, and then it it creates this whole issue all over again. So I feel like Valve is waiting until they can have a big supply where they don't have to worry about that, and the best move for them might be to wait until after the holiday season just so that they don't have to worry about running out. But then again, it would be really nice to have them on shelves during the holiday season so that when people go uh, Black Friday shopping or something, they can they can run to the back of the store like a bunch of maniacs. God, I hate that. They can run to the back of the store like a bunch of maniacs and you know have a fist fight over who gets the Steam Deck. I, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying that's what I predict is going to happen, which is would not be surprising at all. All right, here's what Valve had to say officially. We're happy to announce that with today's batch of order emails, we have completed our reservation queue. We are now in stock and Steam Deck is available for purchase. It has been more than a year since the Steam Deck was first announced. Since day one, we've been dealing with numerous supply chain issues and component shortages. While the team worked to resolve these issues and catch up with demand, we implemented a reservation system. This system enabled customers to save their spot in line without having to worry about refreshing pages, fighting scripts, and battling bots. Thank you, Valve. The, the, a lot of people were weirded out by the way that they did this. I love the way that they did this. I think it was so much better than trying to fight it out in stores, uh, like I said a minute ago. So I think that that's fantastic. Um, the team has worked hard. Oh, and I already read that part. <clears throat> Oh, no, the team has worked hard uh, for over the past year to address shortages, um, solve logistic issues. And because of these efforts, we are now manufacturing and shipping Steam Decks at our highest rate ever. Despite the ever-increasing reservation date, uh, we've been able to beat our shipping estimates and, as of today, finally complete the queue. Having said that, our production, processing, and shipping bandwidth is still finite. In order to volume for a specific model of Steam Deck grows higher than our ability to ship it in a timely manner, Delivery estimates will lengthen, and at a certain point, we'll flip back into the reservation mode until we are able to catch up. Just as before, customers will have their place in line saved, and they will receive an email when their order is ready. Once we've caught up and served all outstanding reservations, we'll flip back into taking orders. We're excited to reach this important milestone, and we're shipping them out as fast as we can. Um, Valve, update your boxes so that they're not so obvious, Okay. That's that's my one one of my recommendations. Anyway, what do you guys think about this? Like, do you think that we will get them in stores 
before the end of the year, or do you think that Valve will just try and ride out the end of the year and then put them in stores next year? I honestly think that they're better off waiting until next year, but I'm also like, I don't, I don't know anything about this stuff. So let me know what you guys think. Um, people in, <laughs> people in chat are arguing about Splatoon 2. Weird. I, I, <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you. Um, uh, Uberlos says, I think they may start putting them out in spring of 2023. Uh, Fender 178 says, I think that they will ride it out until next year. Uh, President Tom says, I think they will target the holiday season. Um, High Tech Lowlife says, one thing worth noting is they didn't ship their Steam Deck dock in a super obvious box on the outside. Nice. I will find out about that later on this week. Uh, Jensen Zen says, next year. Um, Let's see. Oh, Jerry Garcia says, my box came unmarked on the outside. Oh, nice. Very good. Um, Matthew Jakubowski says, not this year. And finally, one left. Um, Flame on 11 says, I think it would be better if they have it before Christmas. Anyway, thank you guys for the, uh, the, the information, but I mean, those are huge, huge stories that happened, uh, last week. And man, did I want to put out a video, but I couldn't because I had a, I had a sponsored video that we had agreed upon the date that it was going to come out. And so I couldn't put out another video on top of it. And that meant I was sitting on this all weekend waiting to talk about it. I was really happy to be able to discuss it on the day of on the podcast that I was a guest on. Uh, So make sure that you guys check out that podcast if you haven't. I think it's called Decked Up, if I remember correctly. Um, But my my memory shot. Anyway, let's move on and talk about... (laughs) Valve put out a video. They they put out a video as a like as a celebration for all of the cool things that they did. And in that video, <laughs> they featured Yuzu. Now, if you're like me, I like I don't do modern emulation. I do retro emulation and if I'm going to play a game like a Nintendo Switch game, I'm just going to fire up my Switch. If for no other reason, it's just easier and I don't have to jump through hoops, right? They feature Yuzu on the video, and Yuzu is a Nintendo Switch emulator. Now, honestly, I wouldn't have thought anything of this. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, they didn't do anything wrong. Yuzu is not illegal. Emulation is not illegal. So when they had that on the screen, I just kind of looked at it and said, oh, that's cool, and moved on with my life. But then Valve, they totally Streisand effect themselves. And they took the video down and replaced it. So in the video, you can see some games, like recent games that were played on the Steam Deck in the video. And they have uh, Vampire Survivors, Tunic, Hades, and then Yuzu. And it looks like possibly Retro Deck to the right of that. And the, like, here, here's a, here's the thing that I'm thinking. Somebody was just taking screenshots and didn't even really think about it, right? And then they submitted them and they put them into the video and everything's fine. But then somebody like they noticed, oh no, we put Yuzu in there. Nintendo is going to be mad at us or something. And rather than be antagonistic towards Nintendo, they took the video down and re-uploaded it. And I think somebody told me that they replaced it with Portal 2 or something. And all this does is make people talk about it longer. You know what I mean? Like, that's the Streisand effect. I think the like the history of that is like somebody had inadvertently filmed her beach house. And she was like, don't, don't put my beach house out there. And she tried to sue him to get him to take it down. And then, like, everybody was looking at the beach house and nobody cared about it before she said anything. Obviously, people noticed this and cared about it, but I think they should have just left it there instead of taking it down. Now, some people are saying, well, they did it on purpose. And I'm not sure, like, I can see it both ways. You could easily just say, all right, let's put that in there. And everybody will look at it and say, hey, look, there's the Switch emulator right there. You can use this instead of a Switch. Okay. If they did that, why would they take it down? 
And then somebody would say, well, Bill, you just said the Streisand effect. It gives them an out for saying, ah, see, we took it down. It was an accident. We didn't mean to do it. But now everybody's still talking about it. So I can see how it could have been intentional. But I can also see how it could have just been a mistake. And they didn't mean to do it. Valve doesn't strike me as the kind of company that would like try and poke the bear of Nintendo. I mean, what Nintendo can't do anything to them, but why poke the bear when you don't have to, especially because they have partnerships. Like you can pick up, is it portal one and two? I think you can pick up the portal games on Nintendo switch. I wouldn't, I would play them on the steam deck because you've got like the trackpads and everything, but you can pick up the portal games on Nintendo switch. And I don't think it makes much sense for valve to intentionally poke at Nintendo like, they don't really get anything out of it. Some some people might say, well, they're getting free advertising by people talking about it. I don't think Valve needs free advertising right now. They are everywhere. I mean, it's kind of self-selecting, but every single time I open up YouTube, there's Steam Deck videos. Every single time I open up Twitter, Steam Deck, Steam Deck is trending. And I'm, I always click. I'm like, why is it trending? Because Valve released some patch or whatever. Like, they are getting plenty of exposure, so much so that it took them almost a year to fulfill all of the orders that they had already had, and they're worried that they might not have enough. So I don't, I, don't, I don't know that that does much. And again, I don't think Nintendo could do anything. And, you know, Fender178 in chat says, I don't think Nintendo would, have it, have, would do anything, but I can understand why Valve would want to avoid confrontation. Um... Nintendo has been really lax about taking down Switch emulation videos, from my understanding. No, like um, the Fox, who's been on this show, like he had one of his videos uh, essentially taken down. Well, he took it down voluntarily, I think, because he was worried that Nintendo was... I can't remember the details, and don't ask me about it. And you know what? Don't ask him about it, because he's probably heard it a million times. But like the Fox, he had an emulation video out there, and there were some consequences for him. And then... Uh, Linus Tech Tips did an emulation video and they were like super, super careful. Windows, leave me alone. Windows is trying to get me to restart. Um, and they were super careful about whether or not you could like even see the games running in the video. And they were like, I dare you to take this down, Nintendo. But, you know, they got big deep pockets where they can sue if they need to. Anyway, I think it was weird. I think it's just a weird mistake. Maybe I'm wrong about it. I th- it, I think it's just a weird mistake. What do you guys think? Was it a mistake or was it real or, or was it intentional? Uh, let me know what you guys think. Um, Bo Fides Games says, is there a way to play Switch emulation with online multiplayer games? No, I don't think so. At least I hope not. I think everybody who's playing multiplayer games should be on the same even playing field. Um, High Tech Low Life says, people are still worried that Nintendo will take videos down. People still archive my stuff even though people still archive my stuff even though nintendo's never contacted me uh anyway uh and andre vandal said linus had the whole video on float plane but not on youtube he had part of the video on youtube and then the full video on float plane anyway uh moving on from there uh, this one i'm interested in a lot i cannot tell you the number of times that i've the app, the Steam app on my phone has always been kind of a, a terrible experience. I don't think it's been updated in ages, ages. And a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, they put out like a beta. And I applied to get into the beta, but I was too slow and all of the beta slots were filled. On iOS, you can't just download a beta. You have to get into like some weird thing. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into that. Um, this time I got into the beta. And it is much, much better. First off, when you log in, you could use a QR code to log in. If you guys have used Discord and you log in on a new device, you just pull out your phone, scan a QR code, and it logs you in like that on Discord. By the way, join our Discord, nerdnest.tv slash Discord. Um, but it looks like the Steam Mobile app is getting closer to an update. This comes to us from gaminginglinux.com. And... Uh, 
they said a few updates later in the beta and Valve has put out the first release candidate of their completely overhauled Steam mobile app. Release candidate, if you don't know, basically means we're ready to go. We're just going to do a one more test before we send it, uh, essentially. Um, having a release candidate means they are very close to releasing it for everyone. It just needs a bit more testing to see if any urgent issues appear. And then they've got a list of all of the things that they fixed, which I'm not going to go through right now. Uh, if you follow the show, the link in the show notes, it'll take you to this website. It'll take you to the links that will get you the app for your phone. I think overall that it's a really uh, big improvement, huge improvement, honestly. I, I will say that like I had like 14 notifications and I clicked on them and I was just like, I want to manage my notifications. I can't figure out where that is, but this was only today that I got it installed. I want to manage my notifications on that app just a little bit better so I don't get a notification when I get some stupid item on the Steam store that I don't care about. Like when you play a game, you guys, I got a little rant here. When you play a game and like you do a thing in a game, and then they send you some stupid digital thing, and it's like a trading card or something. I don't understand. I don't understand why you would want this. It just seems like a hassle to me, especially when I keep getting notifications about these things. And I got to look through the settings a little bit better to find if I can get rid of that stuff because, man, is it irritating to me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think it's great that they're updating the app, and I hope. I hope that uh, I hope that they continue to approve the app because I think that the Steam app on iOS has been uh, a train wreck, and now it's pretty good. Uh, all right, let's move on to upcoming games. And there's a game that I am hyped for, very hyped for, that I didn't anticipate being hyped for, and that is uh, uh, Street Fighter Six. Now. I'm not a Street Fighter guy. I remember playing Street Fighter 2 in the arcades back in the day and on my Super Nintendo back in the day. But that was pretty much it. Like, I was never a huge Street Fighter guy. I always preferred Mortal Kombat, mostly because they had, like, I, I understood the inputs a little bit better in Mortal Kombat. And one of the things that always scared me away from the, the old school fighting games uh, was, like, the half circles and quarter circle forwards and all that stuff. I was always terrible at those. And Street Fighter 6 is basically giving you like these new inputs that you don't need to do. The, you can still do those things, but you don't have to do those things in order to play. And so it becomes more about knowing your character and knowing the distance of the you know, like, this is the attack that I want to use when I'm at this distance and against this character. And, and like knowing that kind of stuff, knowing when to attack instead of knowing how to attack. That's so much better to me. It feels more like Smash, I think. Well, I haven't played it yet, so maybe it doesn't. But when they talk about that, that's that's the way that I think of it. It feels more like Smash or Multiverses, which means it opens it up to a much larger audience, in my opinion. Well, Pierre Lugrify, which I think I'm pronouncing his last name wrong, and I tried to look up how to pronounce it, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, so if I'm pronouncing it wrong... Tell me, all right? But Pierre Lugrify tweeted this out. He said, I was away from home when Street Fighter VI closed beta test dropped. No problem. And it shows him, is that muted? Yes, that's muted. It shows him playing Street Fighter uh, VI closed beta using one of those weird um, fight pads that are all just buttons, no joystick, which is, I don't understand how anybody could play like that, but okay. Um and, and he's playing it on the Steam Deck, and you could tell he's at a hotel because he's got the table that has, like, the, the little raised outlet in there. Anyway, I think that that's uh, fantastic that it runs on there, and it looks like it runs pretty well. Now, I'm excited for Street Fighter Six because Street Fighter Six looks gorgeous. It looks really, really good. And playing it on my Steam Deck is definitely something that I am interested in, so... I'm really hoping that I get into that beta. I think I applied, but I didn't get in. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, that game just looks fantastic, and it's coming to the Steam Deck. And basically, uh, it runs really, uh, really well. Uh, 
Steam Deck HQ said, was this fixed? It, I, I, we tried last night. We were getting communication errors. And then Pierre Lugerfy replied, all the fixes are now deployed on Proton Hotfix, and that branch is selected by default for the game for all players. This is something that I want to talk about real quick. That is the kind of thing that puts Valve above and beyond everybody else, in my opinion, because they're like, okay, we got to get this thing working on our device. It's on us. We'll figure it out. And they figure it out instead of having the developers figure it out, which is awesome. So I'm very excited for that game. It's on the way soon, and uh, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Um, Mr. Radical uh, in, in chat says, Street Fighter V, Bill, was on sale for like four bucks or four euros. Yeah, um, but that one has like the quarter circle stuff, you know? I want the Smash-like combat, the easier combat. And somebody might think, Somebody might say, Bill, just learn to play or get good. I don't want to. I'm an old man. I ain't got time for that. All right. Somebody said, Nerd Nest, you are old like me. That's right. I'm old. I'm old and I can't I can't play games like that, which is why I can't use the snack box micro from Junk Food Custom Arcades. Uh Zeth the Dark Mage says that they have one and absolutely love it. That's the thing that Pure Lugrify was playing on. I cannot play I cannot play like that. There's no way that I could uh, uh, play like that. Oh, sorry. I meant to Moto Zero. I meant to approve your comment and I deleted it by accident. I apologize. Anyway, um, that's it for today's episode. But before we get out of here, I do have the the poll results. So I'm going to end the poll. Uh, We had, let's see, how many? uh, Oh, my God. Chad is just flying by so fast. Uh, Here's the poll. Uh, I said, which dock are you guys going to get? And 47% said that they would be getting the official one. 37% said that they would be getting something else like the iVolar dock or the JSOX dock. And 15% said that they would be getting um, no dock at all. That's with 15, uh, 15, 513 votes. Uh, Before we wrap everything up, I want to say a quick thank you to the uh, members and Super Chats that well. No super chats came in, but I had a bunch of new members that that came in during the show. And for some reason, all that stuff is usually right here on this window, and it's not here. And I can't I can't see who it was. But thank you to the people who gifted subs or not subs, gifted memberships, or who do super chats and stuff like that. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening to the show or watching the show over on YouTube. If you have yet to subscribe, please do. And make sure that you check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdnest. You can directly uh, support the show. Why is the music not playing? Oh, that's because I'm on the wrong. There we go. I got the music playing now. Uh, Boy, today has been a day. Hey, everybody. Patreon.com slash nerdness. Join the YouTube channel, join the Discord, and uh, follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp or at Nerdnest TV. I'll see you guys on the next one from the Nerdnest. I'm Bill. Stay rad, everybody.